1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Beyond the Beauty is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Bobby Brown. I'm so excited to talk to Norma Kamali, someone who is a friend who is a role model and is just one of the coolest women I have ever met. I'm lucky enough to have met her professionally, had dinner with her many times. And honestly, there's not many women I look up to, to get all this energy. Like she's just done so much. And what you guys probably don't know about her, she designed the famous Farrah Fawcett red bathing suit. That, that you know of her running across the beach. She's done so much. I'll never be able to get all of it in this interview, but the woman is amazing. You guys have to know her. So here is my conversation with Norma Kamali. Hey, Norma, how are you? I'm good. First of all, when I was reading my notes on you, and Norma and I are friends, we have a newer friendship along knowing each other, but a newer friendship. I didn't know you were engaged. Congratulations. Yes, it's, true. it's true. Yeah.
3: Finally, um, you know, I got married at 19 and divorced at 29. And I figured, oh, I did that. I don't think I need to get married again. And I really had no intention. But um, at 75, I figured, eh, whatever
2: why not? So, (laughs) but you have, you've been with Marty for how long? 10 years. Okay. First of all, her fiance is one of the most amazing remarkable men that I've met, like full of energy. You're
3: with someone pretty amazing too. So
2: we're Uh,
3: very, we really are. Especially women um, who are strong and committed don't find it easy to find men who are strong enough to deal with their intensity or their, you know, passion. And we both are super lucky that we have that.
2: We are. But the other thing you said, which I just don't even understand when you say you're 75, (laughs) I mean, I'm 63 and people always say to me, well... 63, you don't look at, you don't act. And I'm like, you are the only person I know that is my role model. Honestly, because I, you know, I, I don't have that many older friends that are yeah. spectacular. You know, you're spectacular. Well, wow, that's very sweet. But Bobby, the idea,
3: first of all, do you do you think of yourself as 63 in the number? No. no. I mean, look at you, there's nobody. Quite frankly, our, the generations that came before me, especially, are older, and they had different circumstances. I think it's very important, and I do this all the time, I ask everybody their age, and I feel entitled to since I'm 75, and I just say I'm 75, so the fact that you said 63 and said it without hesitation, is a really important message to send to other women that, and and part of my book is about aging with power. And as long as you feel good about what you're doing and yourself, and that doesn't mean it doesn't come with challenges, your age is really your badge of honor and living a healthy lifestyle and doing things that benefit you give you the, the power and the strength to wear that badge of honor. So I'm very proud of being my age and being relevant and enjoying new challenges. And look at you. I mean, it's like Why not at 63 be doing all of these things, redoing? I mean, the makeup you're doing now, I love more than ever. I think it's amazing. And you're reinventing a product category as you did the first time around. And it looks great. And you're 63, by the way.
2: Yeah, right. I don't, I, right. You're right. I don't think about it. And I'm not going to think about it. Honestly, this conversation is not just about aging, but I I have so many questions. I want to hear all about the book. But how did you meet Marty at 65 years old?
3: Well, Ian Schrager has been a friend of mine forever. Obviously, we dated and were together during Studio 54 and remained best friends. And he never introduced me to anybody all the years, he thought every guy I went out with was just like the worst human being. But he never offered any like, great, great, where's the great opportunity here, if you think they're so terrible. So one day he said, I have somebody I want you to meet. And I thought it was for a business opportunity or something. And I said, okay. And then after asking a few questions, it was actually somebody that he thought I should meet and quite frankly i didn't think he would be capable of really introducing <laughs> uh, me to somebody of that quality <laughs> that the right person so yeah at 65
2: go figure i meet my soulmate and is it true that an astrologer once said you were going to meet the love of your life at 65 yes that's crazy
3: but but it's in the context of being it was 1970 when wow. I did this so I freaked out and I said, um, I don't think you know, I don't think this is right. I, I can't believe it. And then there it was. I figured, you know, I have a lot of great friends, I date pretty nice people that are interesting, fun, but none of them were in the soulmate category. Right. And then at 65, I was like, I I called her and I said, Okay, you Aww. were.
2: Right. And- <laughs> <laughs> you still, you still see her? Yes. I wow. Do. Oh, I might have to. I might have to get her. Uh, I've yeah. never ever used an astrologer or a fortune. No, never, never, no, never. Well,
3: if they're good, they're really yeah. good,
2: huh? They're oh, really yeah. Good. I'm, I, I am definitely open. Now, you've been a designer for fifty years, which I hate even saying that because it just sounds like what I <laughs> no. know. And you still own your own business. You're probably the only one that never that never did. And you're still joyfully doing it, correct? Yeah. I,
3: I just love it. I don't have the personality to do one thing. So it's amazing that I've had the same job for 53 years. Uh-huh. But the job changes according to the way I approach things or my interests. I never thought... I was a good businesswoman. I never thought that I was capable in the 70s, 60s, and 70s. That's not what women did. But I realized I love it and I actually am pretty good at it. And and I don't have any partners. I'm pretty much doing okay. And mm. we've gotten through COVID pretty good too. Yeah. So my involvement is because I love living a, a passionately creative life. Hmm. And I still make patterns. I still do the designing. I love it. Hmm. So I'm very lucky. I'm living the the life that I wanted to to have. And that's a creative life.
2: So could you tell everyone the story of your famous coat, your sleeping bag coat? So not everyone who's listening knows you for that. All right. So what is the story?
3: So um, in the 70s, I used to go camping a lot. You know, it was hippy-dippy flower child time. And, and one night I was in my sleeping bag in a tent and I was having to go to the bathroom and I, it was so cold. The idea of getting out of my sleeping bag was just not appealing. And so I just put it over me. And as I'm walking in the woods, I'm thinking, I need to go home and put some sleeves on this thing. And I did. I literally am still using the same pattern for the classic sleeping bag coat. And I made the coat every year, Mm -hmm. every single year since then. So it's a long time. And, and it's a sustainable, you know, sustainability is really important. And I used every piece of fabric in that sleeping bag, there was no waste. And we're very economical in the way we lay out the patterns now. And a coat can last 25 years, 30 years, people tell me they they have them and they take them out every winter. So I'm really uh, happy because I never intended it to be fashion. And then sometimes it seems to be fashion and sometimes it's just function.
2: And was it Cher, Lady Gaga, Tina Turner? Like who also made that coat famous or all of them?
3: <laughs> so we were just looking at some beautiful photographs of Rihanna and the coat. She has practically... She has a white one, a camel one, a pink wow. one, a silver one. I mean she really and she's amazing. The sleeping bag coat actually has had these high moments. So studio 54, everybody wanted to get into studio and all the doormen at studio wore the sleeping bag coat. Mm. so, I sold so many coats because people thought if they stood outside in a sleep bag coat, they'd be able to get in. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Come on in." So we sold a lot then. And then 9/11 was a very interesting thing, and a lot of people were stranded in the city, in hotel lobbies, at the airport. And we started getting calls for sleeping bag coats and I was just keeping everybody home, but the phone was ringing off the hook and we had so many messages saying they wanted the coat. So I brought everyone mm. back, I got my factory back and we just made, we made sleeping bag coats for months. People just kept wanting sort of that cocoony effect. Mm. And it's happening now too. Uh-huh. It's very interesting, Bobby. There is that feeling now of wanting to feel protected. A lot of people are supporting their neighborhood restaurants, God bless them. Right. And
2: eating outside, of course. In the
3: sleeping bag coat. Wow. So so I saw so many people were doing that. So we reduced the price of the coat in half. And it's great. It it really keeps keeps you warm. And I saw, I've seen people wearing a sleeping bag coat. I've lived in the West Village and I I've seen my mm-hmm. coat everywhere. Wow. A, so I'm so happy because I'm just so devastated for our restaurant industry. It's a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. And I wish we could rectify that. The powers that be need to
2: kind of do something fast. Well, I think that, I think things will change. I do feel positive about that.
4: Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639.
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: So I also want to know about your skincare line, because you have a lifestyle brand and a skincare line. You were also one of the first people that got into all this health and wellness way before. And wait, what are you drinking now? Uh, these are the recyclable starbucks cups but i what's in it lemon and ginger lemon and ginger i want all your recipes i know you're a health freak i'm a health freak but i fall off my wagon way more than (laughs) you fall off yours so tell me about all the health and wellness things and your lifestyle brand
3: as far as the my skin line goes as i got older. And when I turned 50, and as I got older, and and I see you recognize that too, everything has to be lighter on your skin. You have to see the skin, you have to really understand that covering up is, is a delicate balance. You're the expert on this. And so covering up wrinkles It to me is a sign of insecurity about age. I did a post on Instagram and this girl said to me, I can tell you how to get rid of the lines on your lips. And I was like, Girlfriend, I'm 75. If I didn't have lines on my lips, it Mm -hmm. would be, I would be a freak and I would look like I had a big top lip and I don't, I've never had a big top lip. Right. So, There are certain things that just are, and I think that that's okay as long as you're healthy and Mm -hmm. you're taking care of yourself.
2: But let's not call them wrinkles. Let's call them lines.
1: Lines.
3: Lines. Lines are fine. But but the whole anti-wrinkle concept and and anti-aging concept is not a positive one. So you want to enhance what you have. You want to enhance what you feel good about. And I think less is more. And so healthy lifestyle, what you're putting in your body and what you're putting on your body, a big part of it has to be from sleep, diet, exercise. And as you get older, exercise becomes more important. Sleep as you, when you're younger is, is more important. And the health of your body and the health of the cells in your body are what creates beauty. And the ability to feel good about your skin and not having to worry. And then if you want to put lip color on or eye color, eyebrow, whatever, which you are the master at, it, then it works. It looks good. But if you know you're doing this airbrushed kind of thing and then putting makeup on, it doesn't have a feeling of confidence. Mm-hmm. So if you want to use lipstick, You can, if you don't want to, it's okay too. If you want to do stuff on your eyes, it's because you want to have fun, not because it's going to make you look younger.
2: So what do you eat? Like, do you drink coffee? No. No, you don't drink coffee. Do you drink alcohol? No. No. All right, well, those are two of my favorite things. Okay, (laughs) but I do very healthy versions of both. Okay, so do you eat meat? No. I love steak tartare. Okay, three, three. All right, normal. What do you now? Eat? But that doesn't mean there are no nos. It's for me. For
3: me, coffee makes me very nervous, and I don't feel good yeah. when I drink coffee. And I don't feel good when I eat meat. So, being in touch with how your body reacts to different things is important. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, drinking alcohol is being investigated and understood a little bit more than it has been in the past. How much water you have in your body and how much your body weight can handle is a really big part of how you deal with alcohol and how much you can drink. When you start drinking, you want to have a handle on how how much you're able to drink. And then as you get older, It's harder when you're going through hormonal changes because some types of alcohol affect your hormones and affect how you feel through hormonal changes. So there are some times where I've interviewed a series of doctors on um, aging and they recommend either chilling for a while or cutting down tremendously. But
2: after 60, Bobby,
3: mm-hmm. you can
2: drink again. Oh, well, I never stopped, so at least I'm I'm I've, I'm ahead of my time. And I don't, you know, I have a drink. You know, I mean, I'm not a, you know, because one yeah. one feels fine, two feels not great, three feels awful. So yes. I I yeah. you know, and yes, you have to listen to yourself. But then, Norma, what do what did you eat today? Like, what did you eat today? Um,
3: so I had. For breakfast, this is not a typical day for me, That um, this is just happens to be what I had today. For breakfast, I had an avocado and green tea and I had some walnuts. I know it's a little crazy, but that's what I felt like eating. I get up very early. So I had my breakfast around seven, but I got up at 4.30. So I worked out and did my meditation and early just going over notes and things. But then I had a smoothie with a lot of good nutritious powders that I really love a lot that help my bones because my bones are weak and I do a lot of exercise for them and I do different protocol. But I found great results with this smoothie I invented for my bones. And so I am i have a smoothie every day. And Is, I is the recipe put, in the book? I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. And what's the powder? I use nutritional powders. I think that they're super helpful. And the good thing about them is when you put them in a smoothie or a drink, it makes it really very easy to make it a part of your life. I think vitamins taking, you know, you have to take so many vitamins, taking all those pills is just like not happening. But other than D3 and right now zinc, obviously because of COVID, I think everybody should be taking D3 and zinc and vitamin C. And I've also been told um, that Pepsi, Is good to take even prophylactically, so I do. But other than those things, I think getting nutrition from food and and these nutritional powders is really the best way to absorb them into your system.
2: And you know what? We're all different. And and the trick is seeing what works for you. Yeah, that's so it.
3: And you know what? I really believe you eat the diet that your body wants you to eat. Uh, and I don't mean like a chips and cheap, right. you know, bad diet, but your body is telling you what it wants to eat and
2: what it's able to eat.
3: My body. Or it's tell-
2: telling me to move. I think my body's telling me to move.
4: <laughs> Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabelle.
1: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: Now, Norma, tell me about your book that's coming out next week. Your book is called I Am Invincible. And how long have you been working on it? And tell me about the book. A couple of years ago,
3: a friend of mine was turning 50 at the beach and a group of women in her age group were having a party for her. And the theme was anything about 50. So I had, you know, those little leather mold books. I illustrated 50 tips on turning 50 in the book. And as you know, 50 is a very big marker in a woman's life it's meant to be different and how you manage your way through that is really very telling for what the rest of your life will be like and so I did the tips and then I got so many calls from the 50 women that Mm -hmm. were turning fifty. And I was working with a publisher at the time, and they said, we think you need to make it a book, not a little thing. And so it turned into a book much broader and much deeper than just turning 50, obviously.
2: Wow. I cannot wait to read it. I cannot wait to read it. Is it autobiographical or is it more tips? Is it both? There's two parts of it. The core of the book
3: is about the decades. And what happens in each decade from your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and and the transitions that women go through during those decades. And then not only do I use my own life experience to talk about what I went through at the time and how that affected my choices in the next decade, but I also added tips on lifestyle. And obviously, you know, I've I've been studying healthy lifestyle for the last 35 years, and I've been intensely into it. And so from that, I used how I incorporated healthy lifestyle at the different decades. So as you know, our bodies, our hormones, our physical um, needs, our bones, all of that at different times at different decades, we have different needs. Um, If you want to get pregnant, it's a much different set of tips and exercises and health and sort of information than if you're going through menopause, or you're experiencing hormonal changes. And it's really meant Bobby to be to be read by the 20 year old, you know, the younger you are, in having your experience with the book the more you get out of it so even though i say aging with power at 20 i i remember my mother said to me happy birthday norma it's all downhill from here Uh, at 20 and i was crying because i really felt when you're not a teenager anymore you're starting to deteriorate and get old but I had this psychological concept of aging, meaning the end instead of hmm. the building of power and experience. So a lot of 20-year-olds and a lot of people in their 20s think of aging in, uh, a-, in a negative way, not just when you're in your 50s. So that's a big part of it is being able to get the tips, get the information and the insight so that you can manage your way through the decades. So it's sort of a handbook.
2: So Norma, I have a speed round. Now, one of the speed round questions is always what's your favorite cocktail, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it. I'm going to change it. What do you drink when your friends are having a cocktail? Sparkly water and lemon. Nobody. Very. No, I mean... Oh, no, no one cares. No, no no one cares. And what's the last thing you read?
3: Now I'm listening to a lot of books and podcasts because I can sketch and do other things, but I read Hacking Darwin by Jamie Metzl, who's somebody Mm -hmm. you should meet. He's a futurist. He's very interesting. I heard him on a podcast, and I thought he was fantastic, so I hunted him down to to learn and know him. Um, and his book is great. And I love futurist thinking and ideas. So that was very appealing for me.
2: Well, good. What is, what is the, what are you looking forward to in 2021?
3: So much, you know, at 75, your purpose becomes incredibly important. And, My purpose is all coming together. It started with clothing to help women feel good, and then healthy lifestyle. But I think bringing together everything that I can do to offer to women, not just as a mentor, but also just to to be supportive, present ideas, solutions, is really a very big part of my purpose. So this year, I want to start to find ways to express it and to really communicate more and more about aging with power. And I look at 120 as my goal. And I think if you tell yourself something, if you put the thought in your head, whatever that is, it could be any goal, but I tell myself 120 because... Even if I don't get there, I am forced to be more conscientious about what I'm doing, how I'm living life, just karmically how I'm living too.
2: Well, we talked a lot about what you do on the inside, but what do you do on the outside? What's your skincare routine? Very,
3: very, very simple. So my mother used Ponce Cold Cream her whole life, nothing else. She never washed her face, Bobby. She never put Mm. soap on her face. Her skin was gorgeous. She never went in the sun. And then she would put on red lipstick or whatever, you know, when she was younger and looked fantastic. And I learned from that, that less is more. Olive oil is such a big part of my life, as you know. And so... I use olive oil in my products and aloe and charcoal and very timeless ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so I cleanse my skin, I exfoliate, moisturize, done. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't spend a lot of time. I use, uh, actually I have one of your little pots and I love doing that and that, and I put it everywhere. I put it on my cheeks. My I don't know if, Okay to put on no, you
2: look beautiful. That was my next question is are you wearing makeup? Because you look so beautiful. No,
3: I'm not. I'm just a little, but the idea is that I have to show my skin and I work
2: out so much and I'm sweating every day. And uh, your your exercise videos are so good on Instagram. (laughs) I love when you post those. The leg, it keeps going up and down and up and down. I'm like, oh my god, it's like I want to take the class. Wow, but you work out you work out I do I, yeah I do I''m I'm, I'm almost over an, a, an injury I don't know if it's my groin or my tush I got a pain in the butt I don't know but Careful. luckily I, I live with a you know a physical therapist, my future daughter-in-law so she's oh really she's, oh, yeah funny. yeah so she's helping me. And the last question is before before you answer me the question when can I see you and Marty but the last question for the podcast, is actually what does beauty mean to you? I ask all my guests. Well, beauty
3: is clearly uh, the sum total of the kind of human being you are. It's, It's lastly the idea of how you look because you've done all these things to look beautiful. But beauty comes immediately through a smile or the sparkle in your eye energy it's it's really an energetic thing more than um, a tangible thing that comes from doing things to yourself.
2: Well, I cannot wait to read your book. Congratulations. I can't wait for you to... Oh, oh, my God. And I hope it's the first of many. I miss you. I love you. And I hope to see you guys as soon yeah, as we are
3: able. Yeah, for sure. We've Aww. got to get out of this. Yeah, yeah
2: we're, we're close. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you,
3: Bobby.
2: Bye bye. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.